Hi, Slate Plus. It's time for a Slate Plus segment. You're a Slate Plus member, which is great. Thanks for doing that. And um, what happens with your Slate Plus membership is the money comes. It comes in to Slate, and they hand it out to Jamel and John, who then go out and buy incredibly awesome clothes with it. All of the Slate Plus dues, all of the Slate Plus membership fees go to Jamel and John's wardrobe budget. <laughs> it's not well known. It's not actually widely reported even within Slate. That's what happens. Um, Jamel Bowie and John Dickerson, when I realized they were both going to be on the show and we need a Slate Plus topic, I thought, like, what what are some of the things that unify Jamel and John? And is that they are the best dressed men that I know. Both the pair of them are extraordinarily well dressed, and they're both out covering this political campaign. And so, I wanted to get, I wanted to, to hear their tips for how to how to cover a campaign, what you should look like when covering a campaign in the summer heat, uh, and and do you go full uh, full suit and tie? Are you allowed to wear shorts? Can you wear sandals? What what is the appropriate garb? for the the natty campaign reporter well so especially you know camp when you're when you're in states so in 2012 for example the dem convention was in charlotte and north carolina in the summer is like not a pleasant place um there'll be a bunch of states uh this cycle you know georgia might be competitive arizona might be competitive very hot places um, i generally do not believe in wearing um, traditional suits uh, in that kind of warm weather, um, whether they're wool or any other kind of like typical material, because it's too hot, um, it's too cumbersome. Uh, but that doesn't mean that you can't dress uh, formally or semi, not formally, but like, you know, business-like or semi-business-like. Uh, and so my general approach is to focus on materials. And so I will wear um, lightweight cotton or linen blazers, always unlined. Uh, Americans, as an aside, have this like obsession with lining blazers um, as if like it matters. But uh, typically, you just don't need all that structure. Um, a good, a well-fitting blazer doesn't need to have any lining in it to, to give you that structure. And the lining is creates heat. And it's very unpleasant. This um, segment is already outdoing what I expected to be. It is already <laughs> overperforming. It's, just keep going. So, keep going, Jim so that's not to say. I mean, like you can wear a linen suit, you can wear a cotton suit, like uh, you know, quartered cotton or or whatever. But something as simple like today, it's going to be a, it's a warm day, and so today my like outfit is uh, a pair of uh, lightweight cotton chinos, um, a polo shirt that has a button down collar, uh, which just looks formal. Um, or it looks more formal than a polo shirt without that collar, and then a linen blazer um, and a Wait, pair of loafers. You know what's amazing to me is that's not, in fact, what you're wearing because you were working out. Right. But you already know what you're going to – you've already thought this out. You've yeah, already yeah, planned yeah. this out. Yeah. That's amazing to me. So it's a way of looking professional um, but not looking, like, super casual, uh, which is generally how I dress, professional, uh, professional but not super casual. John, how are you – is what Jamel said as outrageous as I think it is? Can you please? No. Can you please just what the part about the lining or the lining? What? This is a young man. This is a young man in a hurry. He's under thirty, I think, or he's around thirty. You speak with the wisdom of a forty-six or forty-seven-year-old. I'm just totally talking in some sync. crazy nonsense about I'm what's, totally what's happened. You've been through. Jamel. You've been through about <laughs> ten presidential campaigns. Don't let this stand. No, no. Well, what do you mean? I, there's nothing he said that is the smallest bit objectionable in the last uh, thing that he just said. 
John. So here's the John, uh, here's level other with the American things. people, John. Here are other important things that um, uh, so for me the uh, the key in the blazer is to have pockets that don't have flaps, so patch pockets. Um, and now the problem with patch pockets is they I actually don't think they uh, look that great, but they are crucial because it's where you put your notebook and you don't have to ruin the flap at the top. But I totally endorse the um, the no lining when you're in the South. The problem with the South wearing the proper suit for the South is unless you're from there, you uh, Jamel and I went to school with a lot of people from the North who wore cowboy boots. <laughs> I may have even been one of those people at one time. And now my view is that those people should have been quarantined and sent off somewhere because it just looks ridiculous if I walked around in like a seersucker suit. Although in Washington, people used to wear seersucker suits. And since that's where I'm from, I guess I could get away from it, but get away with it. But I guess my point is if you're going in um, regional to wear regional wear, I I'm sort of of the view you have to uh, actually be from there. So since I'm really? not really from anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I just don't Why? think I can pull off a linen suit in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, without people who are from Charleston, South Carolina, thinking that I'm an, you know, RV East. Um, and you can solve this problem by just wearing uh, lightweight trousers and uh, and a good linen um a good linen blazer, but, I, but um, when you go when you go to New England, do you have any shame about wearing whatever boat shoes and and dressing? Yes, like <laughs> no, yes, don't. yes, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I would have shame about wearing boat shoes in any context. Um, <laughs> um, the key for me is is uh, more utilitarian, which is that um, what's going to also survive the getting in and out of the planes um, and the rushing which always seems to be my constant situation. So do you buy, it's like the sunglasses question. Do you buy disposable clothes that you know are going to get um, the pocket torn when you get up from the airplane or that you're going to spill something on because you're constantly spilling things everywhere or because you're being spindled and, and mutilated by the travel you do that you have nicer clothes, um, which you know, give you some bit of comfort when you're um, having to hold your head at a tilt because the regional airline that you're on has a fuselage so small that even an average-sized man sitting next to the window um, has to tilt his head. Okay, good good discussion question. Jamel, do you buy cheap because it's going to get ruined, or do you buy for quality because it endures? I mean, I generally buy for quality precisely because it endures. Um, I, I don't like I, – I, I like clothes and I enjoy owning them and wearing them. I'm not the biggest fan of shopping and honestly buying for quality is a way to like limit the amount of shopping you do. Um, and also when you need something new, you kind of just go back to the same place. Uh, I'm with John, by the way, on, on patch pockets for blazers for carrying. Uh, you, carrying you know what's funny? Items. Can I just tell you guys? I have no – fucking idea what you're talking about you could be i don't even know what the word if you ask me to spell that word it's pat maybe patch maybe p-a-t-c-h but i don't yeah. but i don't know what the pat i'm not sure what that means a patch it's just it's pot. just like it's just like it's like a pocket on your on your on your coat but what is a flap yeah, like like a shirt pocket yeah like shirt, and there's like a little flap and you raise it up and the flap is there to sort of obscure the fact that it's a pocket a bit but but wait what flap and patch are the same or flap and patch are different? No, the patch pocket is like a, a shirt pocket you would have on a 
on a on a dress shirt. Mm-hmm. Like it has no flap. And then there's the ones with the flap. Yeah. Now the downside to having a patch pocket is that it gets caught on stuff because uh, there's no oof. flap to cover it. And then you, um, as I have multiple times, tear the um, jacket pocket as you're standing up from a airplane departure lounge seat. That must be tough. That must. Those must have been low moments. Well, you, you just look like an idiot because that, well, more so than normal, because your pocket is then like hanging off of your jacket because you've torn, you've torn it. Man. Uh, any other tips? Any other tips for, for, uh, is there any argument to be made that you can be in camouflage that if you're out, that, that most people walking through the world um, are wearing, you know, they're wearing khakis and like a polo shirt, like that you can go out and report in that way and sort of mix in among the crowd because then that's okay too. If you look schlubby. Sure. I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I tend to think people can dress what they want to dress. Um, I just, for me, uh, I like, I like, uh, it's sort of part of getting into like my professional self right. to look, um, uh, to look clean and put together. Uh, and that, that just carries over to my non-professional self. Like I just, I like letting, looking put together. It's probably an artifact of the fact that my parents were in the military. And so, um, uh, you know, I grew up around a lot of like well put together uniforms. I learned how to iron shirts when I was like seven years old. It's just sort of like a part of my life. That's man. I'm not sure my kids have ever seen an iron. <laughs> uh, John, anything more to, anything more to add? Any more wisdom? The question is whether to travel in a suit or something more versatile, which is like trousers and a blazer. Because big, big if you have to yeah. go out in the evening, if you go out in the evening, you're not going to wear a suit. But mm-hmm. you could get away with wearing your trousers and a shirt. And like you just don't want to be the guy who's like at a baseball game wearing just the suit pants. I don't know. It's not really that interesting. You, John, but, when you're because you don't have much room to pack is my issue. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember this, but I think when you're on Face the Nation, you're only visible from chest up right yeah so do you ever just wear shorts or <laughs> no. do you wear a full do you do you think like it's important for me to be in uniform and that means that the the bottom the bottom and the top gotta go together yeah well it's back to jamel's point which is also largely the point of the way uh i mean i think you you're what what you wear is a part of the mindset you're in for what it is that you're doing um, so for the show, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about the show in a larger sense. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't wear shorts cause it, um, it disrespects the show, which I see as a gift from the viewers. So it's like, it's going like going to, you know, church wearing shorts. It doesn't feel right to me. Not that the, that the equivalence there, obviously I'm not drawing the equivalence between the two, but I'm just saying that, um, I don't. You know, I I see it as like I would see it as uh, it would bother me even if nobody could see it. I guess is the point. All right, I learned a lot. I'm going to go see whether my my clothes have patch pockets or flat pockets or pocket protectors, possibly. Bye bye, Slate Plus. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>